from the banks of the Avon, welcome to Black Sheep Rebranded, the place where you never have to worry about fitting in or being accepted. All are welcome. The voice for that black sheep in all of us is Rick Sherwood. Here, he shares his views on today's issues. Everything. Nothing is off limits. His insights come not only from his years as a psychotherapist, but also his many life experiences. Do you have something that you want to hear his take on? Find us on Facebook, where Black Sheep Rebranded. Email Rebecca at rstherapygroup.com Rick at rstherapygroup.com or visit our website at blacksheeprebranded.ca And now, here's Rick. I wonder what he'll talk about today. Good afternoon, folks. Welcome to Black Sheep Rebranded. Hopefully you're having yourself a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or for some people, the middle of the night when they're listening to this. Um, I've had one person say to me, can you please add in the middle of the night? Because that's usually when I listen to you. And so for whatever time of day it is that you're listening, welcome. And uh, today, well, we're going to be talking about when you get bad news. And I'm not talking about like the kind of bad news like, oh, by the way, uh, you know, we're out of milk. I'm talking about the bad news like... Oh my goodness, you're 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 you have cancer. Oh my goodness, you have uh, uh, some disease and and we aren't sure what it is and and you may die. Um, or you may be paralyzed. Or quite frankly, the list goes on. And as I have experienced a little bit of bad news in my lifetime, and I have faced uh, the odd challenging situation, I was asked, uh, and I am often asked, uh, how do I get through those things? How do I face that bad news? And uh, quite frankly, there's a, there's a, a beautiful uh, line uh, in a, a movie that came out back in the 70s. It's called Convoy, uh, starring Chris Christopherson. And uh, in that movie, they... Um, I cannot remember off the top of my head the the name of the actress who um, played opposite uh, Chris Christopherson. Um, yeah, it, it, it slips my mind. Anyhow, uh, for that I apologize, and I I should have had that looked up before, but I didn't. The fact is, uh, they are discussing his CB handle, which is Duck, and uh, CB handles are much like. Nicknames, uh, we don't have CBs around like we used to, but uh, but they are very much a, a nickname or a call sign as people would have in the military. And what uh, what he talked about, that idea of his name being Duck, was, uh, you know, be like a duck. You know, be nice and smooth on top of the water and paddle like the devil underneath and get to where you need to go. And that's how you get through life is... Uh, paddling like the devil underneath and uh, just let the the water roll off your back like a water off a duck's back. And that that little analogy back in the 70s, back so many years ago when I heard that, kind of stuck with me. And for a, a brief time when I was in elementary school, uh, the, uh, a lady by, by the name of Heather uh, gave me the nickname Duck, and she gave me the nickname Duck, and it so coincidentally was because of the movie but she also said you know you, you definitely are not pigeon toe you walk with your toes pointing outward so you kind of walk like a duck 
And I, I laughed and I, I never uh, thought anything more about it other than, than the, it was kind of cute. Because that is a little bit of how I have lived my life. I've lived my life by trying to let the water, the, the bad stuff, the whatever, just roll off my back like water off a duck's back. And, and I have been told uh, a lot of bad news medically, a lot of bad news financially, a lot of bad news for marriages. I've just been told a lot of bad news in my life. And I just go, you know what, I'm just going to get keep paddling like a devil underneath the water like a duck does in the water. You watch water when it hits a duck's back. It just beads up, flows right off that duck's back like it was never even there. And so when when people are faced with things, and, and I'm not going to try to make a comparison here, but, I, but when people are faced with things like, oh, my word, you know, hypothermia, severe hypothermia, and, and, and which I have where I need to be thawed out and have uh, – warm saline pumped into me and, uh, you know, slowly warm my body from the inside out uh, medically, you know, that's a very painful, very troubling experience. And, you know, people di do die from that. I'd got to the point where I was no longer shivering. I was, I was actually quite feeling quite warm and quite comfy in my freezing cold body that was, that was shutting down. And, uh, the same thing. I was in a truck once in California that uh, I was in a in a truck rack, and when they took me out of the truck rack, that a the truck had caught fire, and I was trapped inside the truck on fire. And if you've ever seen a, a tractor trailer catch fire, uh, they typically do not go out, and because there's a lot of stuff there for them to burn, and uh, there's a lot of fuel to burn, there's a lot of chemicals, a lot of paint, a lot of everything to burn, and once they start, they typically do not go out, and so. I was pretty sure I was going to be present at my own barbecue and I was going to die in that truck. And uh, then I was later told that I was likely going to be after they did take me out of the truck rack and the fire had gone out on its own, that I was uh, possibly going to be paralyzed. And uh, again, it's these notions and these ideas that they get thrown out and the feelings. And Carly Rae Jansen has this beautiful song and this beautiful song that is cut to the feeling. And, you know, by going to our feelings, by going to the idea of cutting to the feelings, talking about it, putting it out there, but also understanding that until I'm actually placed into a casket, until I'm actually placed in the ground, it is my attitude that has always overcome what I've been facing. As Carly Rae Jensen just saying, I want some satisfaction. Take me to the stars. I want to cut through the clouds. I want to dance on the roof, right? I want all of these, these things. That's an attitude. And that is an attitude of, I am living until I cannot live any longer. People typically uh, are looking more at winding down their life at my age than winding up their life. And I'm not actually winding up my life in any way. What I'm simply doing is I'm simply still living my life. And by doing these podcasts, by expanding business, by you know doing research, by coming up with the, the ECST program that we've come up with, by doing the things that we're doing, I am faced with 
lingering medical problems that I face every day. I face problems with a, a knee that I was told after that track wreck I would need a new knee, and that was 20-some years ago, and I'm st- I still hobble around on it. It still works. It gets out of alignment every once in a while. It, it does nasty stuff. But the feelings, this song, Cut to the Feeling, is so truce. I, I, I want to cut to the feeling. And it's funny, though, the video for this song is basically her dancing and walking through a neighborhood with a staple gun and posters and posting notes saying, I want to cut to the feeling. Well, the, the feeling is that, you know what, there are days, man, that man, I just do not have much fight in me and I don't have much oomph in me, but I do what I can, whatever it is that I can. And what I find is so many people truly stop. And when I say they stop, I mean truly they just stop. Instead of going, you know what, this is horrible, this sucks, lick your wounds and move on. They stay in that moment of, you know what, I'm done. I've been told I'm dying. So I guess I just, now now what, I just prepare to die? No, you keep living until you do die. Keep experiencing stuff. Keep trying to do all the things that you can do. Keep visiting with people. Keep playing pool. Keep going for a swim. Keep going for a walk. Keep watching TV. Keep enjoying the foods that you want to want to enjoy. Keep doing these things. I've had cracked vertebrae. I've had bones crushed. I've had I've had some nasty things happen to me. And like I said, I've been told um, we don't know what's going on with you. It doesn't look good. You you might want you know do you want any particular family around? Like they they really thought I was dying. And you know what? I'm still here, and I'm still here because I I cut to the feeling, which is I'm still living. And as I'm still living, I need to keep moving. And I have talked about, and, and, and there's a uh, Live Like You Were Dying uh, by Tim McGraw. That song, been my theme song for years and years and years. There's another beautiful song that is very much a theme song for me. Sean Mendes, There's Nothing Holding Me Back. It's about living and hoping. I hear people all the time who, who get divorced and they say, my life is over. And I go, but why? Why? Well, because I, I have to start again. Yep, you do have to start again. And you know what? If you weren't getting divorced and the person uh, was killed in a car accident, you'd still be in the exact same position. Financially, uh, quite possibly a little bit different, but you'd still be in the same position. And then they pause. Well, it'd be different. Yes, it'd be different, but your life wouldn't be over. It would be different. And that's what news is, is your life becomes different. It's not over. Had I been paralyzed, yep, my life would have been different. But it wouldn't have been over. That marriage likely still would have ended. A lot of things likely still would have occurred. But my life still wouldn't have been over. What my life would have been is different. And my life was different anyhow. And when I say it was different anyhow, I mean, truly, it was different. And so what we did, and what I did, was kept reflecting on the fact that, you know what? I'm still alive. 
I'm still sucking in air. I'm still blowing it out. The blood's still going around and around inside. So why not try and make it the best that it can be? Why not keep trying to plan for the future? Keep planning for living. Keep planning for being busy. Keep putting projects in front of you. Keep doing the things that need to be done and, and understand that, yeah, your life is going to be different, but it's not over. People all the time, though, again, when it comes to disease, well, I, I only have six months to live. Absolutely. So live them. I've lost somebody that I love so much. You're right. So live in beautiful memory of them and keep living. And when I say that, I, I mean it truly. There's a, a beautiful young soul who lives out in Alberta, who her and I have, have chatted off and on for a number of years now. And the, the most beautiful thing about my discussions with her is she has crashed and died so many times over, over a friend of hers committing suicide. And this young lady has lived more in the last four years than most people will live in, in a lifetime. And I mean this by the fact that she is, she is not caught up in, in material things. She's not caught up in, as she puts it, girly things. She is very much a, a, a girl. She very much does like nice clothing and likes this and likes that. But she also very much is caught up in in the lived experiences of life. And so just as, and, and we're going to get the song on here in a second by Shawn Mendes, there's nothing holding her back. And there's nothing holding her back because when I met her, she was afraid to live because her friend had committed suicide. And what she now does is she lives in honor of her friend every single day and she lives to, to fulfill the dreams and the hopes of the aspirations. And her friend may not be tangibly, she may not be able to reach out and touch her, but her friend is there. The experiences are there. The hope is there. And so the, the fact is, again, it's about taking this reality and going, I need to do something with it. And what we need to do with it is celebrate it. Celebrate the fact that you know what? We truly have all the possibilities in the world in front of us. And we have all the possibilities in front of us so long as we're holding nothing back. So long as we're living like we were dying. And so those two songs, again, they're, they're magical songs. And they're magical songs because what we do with our life, it's up to us. Do we go to the seaside? Do we go to the lakeside? Do we go camping? Do we keep trying to push our lives forward? Or do we keep sitting in the misery of what may have been? Or what could be? I've always said this when I've been given bad news medically. You know, whether it's regarding my heart, whether it's regarding... You know, any other thing when I've been been given this, this horrible news, I look at it and I go, well, you know what? Everybody on this planet is dying. We are all dying, but there is nothing holding me back. 
There is nothing holding me back. And there's nothing holding me back because I have made the confessions to myself. And the confessions to myself are that, you know what? I'm still alive, therefore I still have a possibility. I still have a possibility of moving forward and dreaming and dreaming big. I still have a possibility of having the people around me support me and encourage me. But most importantly, I have the possibility of me supporting me and me guiding me. The songs in that, the words in that song. I'm making my own confession. And my own confession is that I live every day like I'm afraid to die because I'm afraid of not living. And so therefore, you know what? When somebody says to me, oh, you shouldn't do this. Oh, you shouldn't do that. Oh, you shouldn't. I go, oh my goodness, why not? Why shouldn't I? Why shouldn't I simply live? Live and grow and be. And I mean truly, there is nothing holding me back. And there's nothing holding me back because I've made the confessions to myself. I'm afraid. I'm afraid of opportunities. I'm afraid of life. I'm afraid of these things passing by and me not taking a few moments to go, I deserve and I am worthy of watching that sunset watching that sunrise, sleeping in, enjoying the moment, relaxing, enjoying things. And there is nothing holding me back, and there's nothing holding you back. If you've been diagnosed with cancer, if you've been diagnosed with an incurable disease, you've been diagnosed with something that requires you to have oxygen on, that does not mean you cannot go for a drive and watch a sunset. That does not mean you cannot still live and see and do things. It means you're going to be in pain. It means you're going to be uncomfortable. It means that your life is different. But until you take your last breath, you still have the ability to do and grow. You still have the ability to make memories and you still have the ability to enjoy moments. As I've said before, working in long-term care taught me a lot. Also working and, and living at my parents' trailer park as a kid Talking to a lot of people who were retired, people who were older, people who, some of them became ill and died. And having them share their stories and their thoughts with me about nothing holding them back. And I remember a, a lady, she had never driven a car, she'd never had a driver's license. And uh, she was born, I think, around 1900. And uh, she just had never got around to it. And so when her husband passed away, uh, her kids decided she didn't need the trailer anymore. So instead of saying, hey, you know what, 
because she loved being there. She loved being at the campground. She loved doing stuff. You know, her children decided that driving her back and forth was too much. Well, she could have spent the entire summer living at the trailer, which is what she wanted to do. She had a store. She could buy all of her basic products that she needed. She could have gotten all the things that she needed. But they, they were holding her back. She wasn't. When the last summer that she had that she uh, had the trailer there, she had the ability to go and enjoy. And when Bingo was on, yeah, she was, you know, you know, going right up uh, Windmill Drive, right to the pavilion to go play bingos. Happy as happy could be. One of her daughter-in-laws was telling me this, but her son was like, "Nope, those days are done. Dad is gone, and therefore, this is done." And that is so incredibly sad because they, they were holding her back. And so just as in that song, there is nothing holding me back, please keep it as your mantra that there is nothing holding you back, nothing that needs to hold you back. You can grow, you can learn. When you see a fear, tell people, I'm afraid, but take the step anyhow. Learn to kayak. Learn to grow. Learn to be. Learn to go scuba diving. Get on a plane for the first time in your life. Go fly in a helicopter. Find a way to go to one of your bucket list destinations on the planet. But don't stop. Because there's enough people on this planet who are going to hold you back. And don't. Don't you become one of the people that is also holding you back. There is no reason for holding you back. Sometimes the most beautiful relationships, the most beautiful friendships come out of the most unorthodox ways. And sometimes the best friends are your ex-partners. They know you a lot. It's just the relationship didn't work. Don't let your ideas hold you back. Don't let your ideas. And just because somebody has said, oh my word, you have cancer and it is terminal and there is nothing we can do. And you have six months or you have one year or you have two years. I guarantee you between now and the time that you pass away from that diagnosis, there will be other people that you know who will die of a spontaneous stroke heart attack, car accident. Some other thing will happen where they will beat you to the grave. So please, don't be in a hurry to get there. Be in a hurry to live. Be in a hurry to try to suck in that air, suck it in with a smile, suck it in with with a, a little bit of a glint in your eye. And you know what? Just enjoy this moment. There's nothing holding you back. So until your heart actually stops beating, don't stand in your own way and don't let anybody else do it. I never have, and I'm very happy that I never have. And I I hope and I pray everybody who's listening to this will truly live like they were dying just like the song. And I really, truly hope that they will realize there is nothing holding them back except for their own 
thoughts. So you all take care. Have a wonderful day. And we'll chat soon. Thanks again for everybody here at Black Sheep Rebranded, from everybody that uh, makes this show a success, and most importantly, thanking you, our listeners, our, our listeners from around the world. We cannot thank you enough. And so please, again, for those who are struggling with mental health, please reach out and, and talk to somebody. Hopefully these podcasts have given you some hope and some, some ways to approach life a little bit differently. For the people who are simply enjoying the show, we appreciate those people as well. Please like us on Facebook, follow us on uh, Instagram, follow us on social media, follow us on uh, wherever you can find us. And and yes, I say Instagram, we aren't there quite yet, but we are getting there. And again, please like us, follow us, and uh, give us your feedback. We really, we can't do this show without you, and we can't thank you enough for it. And also, just keep in mind, the show is proprietary, so... All the ideas uh, generated in this show and and the concepts that are are out there are ours. And uh, so please, respect them, respect yourselves, respect the planet, and uh, respect each other. Have yourselves a wonderful day. And again, thank you very much for tuning in to Black Sheep. And uh, we look forward to chatting again real soon. Thanks. Bye-bye.